Hey guys, this is another episode with Shannon and Emily and myself, Kendra D. Carroll. And we are finishing up the talk about rest and how rest is supposed to look something very individual and even something as a family unit because it's probably still individual to each of your family members. I realized that most of my kids are very social and resting for them is gathering with others, but I have one that needs to go hide in her room and have some alone time for her to rest and regroup. And sometimes it's hard for me to understand that. And this is even more of like how hard it is when you're just realizing you're starting to understand yourself rather than what the world's thrown at you of what rest is supposed to look like. I didn't even really start opening my mind to this until I was doing the Bible study that we refer to in here a lot about the Holy Hustle. And it's on the Bible app. And I just did the shorter version. I guess it's a longer book, which is totally cool because the book company that I'm getting published through, I think actually published this book or somebody that I've been talking to of the newer writers and authors. I've met so many people lately. It's kind of crazy to keep it straight, but they were on the team for the Holy Hustle thing. And I was like, wow, I seem to be moving up in the world. (laughs) Not on purpose, only God's doing. But anyways, um, I would be intrigued to read the whole book. Don't have time at this moment, but if it's something you guys are into, and if you need a short thing, the devotional side of it is totally awesome. I'm going to read something from it for just a second. Um, She first starts off with that rest is something that she struggles with too. And then she says rest is really important that not just our bodies feeling rejuvenated, but that we actually use rest as a time to hear God. And that's what the rest of this conversation is really talking about. Along with this part, rest for me used to look like sitting on the sofa and mindlessly snacking while watching television. I thought I deserved that break, that doing nothing was how I was supposed to relax but I often felt more exhausted, gross from all the sugar I consumed, and completely unmotivated to do anything at all. And then it goes on to say, can I bust the myth that rest looks different to everyone? And I was like, you know what? That's so true. Like the world says, go watch a movie and, you know, feel like you rested and lounged all day. And like, for me, I will be one of those that's just like, oh, Even today, today was a day I haven't been home in forever and I was finally home and like my body is telling me it's tired. Like I didn't sleep for two days. The girls didn't sleep well. Uh, We've just been busy with rodeo and all of our craziness and re-listening to this podcast several times because it did go longer and I cut it off to talk about stress and we'll pick that up another day. But For this part of it, the rest and trying to regroup what rest would be for me, and all of it's just feeling like pressure. It's feeling like pressure to journal. It's feeling like pressure to drive my kids around. And here I'm talking about how much rest I usually find, and I will find myself getting in the car and reminding myself, you like this, take a breath, make this last. It's okay, try to hear God. This isn't just drive your kids around, do this, do that, and have the mama checklist. And yeah, God has a lot of grace for moms. I heard that a lot too. Grace for moms because we're putting everybody above ourselves, and that's hard. But he still has things to teach us and tell us, and we can't get completely tone deaf to God. We have to be able to stop and sit in his, I like that idea of tone deaf. I want to go with like more 
synonyms on it or acronyms of like sit in his harmony and symphony and then I think of all of those songs like Lauren Diego's you're my symphony in the chaos you know and I have to be a little more purposeful in my very tight schedule of homeschooling four kids and now running around I had no idea in my new teenage years the amount of time that you spend running around that kid that's really getting into his things and you want to keep them involved and happy and and trying the jobs and trying the things they're talented at and keeping them moving forward. And, you know, I know why all those moms are excited when that kid gets their driver's license. I've heard several times. I do enjoy the times and I am trying to make them seem precious but they do seem like a lot. And then I look back and go, I don't want to miss the time with my littles too. And to all you mamas who are feeling me right now and know exactly what I'm talking about of the decisions between who and where and what and how much time you're spending everywhere. I think I said it in the last podcast too, because I had to forgive myself for not getting one on in the week. So this one is back on schedule for you guys, and it's the wrap-up of rest. So I hope you enjoy the back-and-forth conversation, and remember with grace that this does look different to everyone. And Shannon and Emily come from the same family. Emily is Shannon's oldest daughter, and so I come from a totally different side of family. And they're a much more naturally restful family. They're not the high-stirred that I am, which makes this conversation very interesting. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope that God speaks to you through it. I hope that it blesses you. And you walk away and go, you know what, God, where's my rest? How do you talk to me most? And where do I hear you most? And how do I be a little more purposeful in my day to find that? Hope it blesses you. Enjoy, guys. Bible study that I did, mm-hmm. I only had one person show up, and I really wanted to have more talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last one on? It was about, it was, it was like kind of a finish up of rest. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember her exact words and all of it, but it was basically like, you can find rest in so many different ways, but it is more about like who you are that makes you have rest. So like her, yes. one of her friends feels most at rest when she's out running. Mm-hmm. And when she's oh, out, I remember reading that one. Yeah. Yeah. So when she's out running, she feels like she can think and pray yeah. and just be yeah. alone with God, and like yeah. that's her quiet yeah. alone time that yeah. puts her back yep. in the peace, the confidence, the ready to yeah. go. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I really am still stuck in this worldview of I need to sit and be still, like a literal wow. stillness. And it's mm-hmm. very hard for me to be that. Okay. For Mother's Day, so I was you're trying to... It. Huh? You're forcing it then? No, I was I was thinking that that was going to lead to the rest. Like I was still misunderstanding rest. That's I'm what like, I mean. Like it could be running around right. for you. It doesn't necessarily right. have to be sitting in a chair. Right. So yeah. it was like this next form of freedoms to just yeah. let go and yeah. be... And re-ask myself. Like, I, I find my, I'm so bad about people pleasing. 
yeah. so bad about people pleasing mm-hmm. that I have to check in with myself all the time. Yeah. What which like, intentions are. Or just like, well, is this is this really working for me? Right. Do I really want to just be doing this and this is right. feeling good when I'm done? Or am I feeling more tired or when not, I'm done with this? Not doing it because you're guilt. Like you're putting right. this guilt on yourself. Like you should be doing it because you want to be doing it. Whatever it is. Yeah, but I've even for the person that was on, she was like, I think in my head I want to journal, but I'm realizing it feels like homework. And I was like, I still think there's so much good in journaling that push past a little bit because maybe you're trying too hard and different things, you know, but at the same time, like maybe it's, you need to have more conversations. Maybe your journaling is talking it out. Exactly. You know, and like letting each person have that freedom to get to what does that feel like for me. And I realized taking a drive for me is so, and I need to not feel like I have to take my kids, like if I need to get in the car at the end, like taking Sophie back the other day after using her at the thing, I was like, I needed to purposely like set up reasons to like leave to, especially after, because I work from home. So to do work and then walk right back in the house and start dinner and like have all this, I never break to like stop and rethink, but a drive for me really helps reset things. And I'm like, Okay. I think that is totally true about you because when I think of you, like half the time I'm talking to you, you are driving somewhere. So you are already naturally doing that without realizing that that's rest for you. Right. Right. Because I'm like, oh, I I should talk to that person. Oh yeah, I didn't do that. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like my regrouping time that I didn't know that I needed. Yeah. So I totally think that's so key because I remember when I was having middle of like the seven children had either baby pregnant whatever and talking to Nancy Campbell and I think I talked about this last time too and how she talked about the world the biblical you know the church world says you got to have 30 minutes of quiet time every morning right when you wake up and when you have babies like that's not possible a lot of times you have to take care of them you have to take care of your children and get breakfast started and whatever even if you wake up early like did you even get sleep the night before so she talked about just like leaving scripture throughout the house or put, opening your Bible and having it next to where you nurse the baby and maybe you read a couple of verses, whatever it looked like for you, but having God present in your life throughout the day and making you know, whatever that looks like for you. And like you're talking about the lady who is running, there's this thing that ha- the peace happens when you are doing that thing, whatever that thing is the way God created you. So we even went as far as to say that it felt like, like most of us were like our work, like our actual like job. Cause I was like, I used to get some relief also in journaling, but now I'm putting so much intent and like, it's feeling a little bit like work to do this. I'm going, what else is going to be my rest if this is it? But at the same time it was like, what if your work does rejuvenate you as your rest? Mm -hmm. Because your real work, feels like the you know your yeah. husband your kids the chores yeah. the mindless stuff that's not feeling as rewarding to yeah. do and then you have you know that like is it is that okay that work is rest and then it goes even into well then even you know the guy, when Jesus healed on the sabbath and yeah. they're like how did you do that and like why mm-hmm. did you break this this is our day of rest we're not supposed to work you yeah. know well what are we really defining as work and is yeah. that like if people are really in their right place and feeling like they're mm-hmm. thriving and jiving and mm-hmm. everything and that is where they kind of get their release like 
is there something more in that that needs to be I don't know it, it, it opened my mind to say like why don't I name three things that give me rest and make sure mm-hmm. I do something to put that in because maybe it's not always feasible for me to go take that drive in right wind down there should know? be a, a couple of different things yeah so I'm hung up on the fact that I can have different things that allow me for rest but those things that I get more confident in who I am and feel really good about the way that things are going and get some clarity can be in a really good conversation but that's not necessarily the quiet and the still to hear God but as I was even rethinking about this and reading through what that devotion had said I also was like well maybe it's just about the reminder of who I am and my learning abilities because I'm not a very good sit still, sit still, do the paperwork type of learner. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, on Mother's Day, my daughter was like, "Just sit here and watch me do all these tricks on the trampoline for you. I'm putting on a show." And I'm like, "I'm getting so tired <laughs> just sitting here. I don't want to just sit here." And I'm like, "I'm supposed to just sit here. This is resting and relaxing." And I'm like. Oh, wait, no, I just read about this. This is maybe not my rest and relaxing. This is driving me crazy and I don't want to sit here. And I have learned that Mother's Day too is about what my kids think is loving on me. So I try to like mold to their wants of what they think. Like, mom, you let, like you take care of us. So we're going to take care of you. So I'm taking, mom, you entertain me. So I'm going to entertain you now. Sit down while I do my entertainment. And I, I'm like, I just want to get up and just walk around and think. Mm-hmm. And like even thinking about that right now. So when I'm walking, my brain moves. I'm a kinesthetic learner. I need to be touching and doing and going okay. to have my brain yeah. rolling. And I wanted to just, I, wa- I said, what did I want for Mother's Day? I wanted to just think out some future plans. Like even though we can't make plans, like, but what about, what if we could take a long trip? When would we do that? What would we need? What would that trip look like? Where would we go this time? Like I just wanted to kind of tap into our dreamer side, right? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't have to do it right this minute and I know I can't do it. I just yeah. want to like, what if? And like, so sure. then I also, but it, it also reminded, then I was like, I just want to walk around the property and think about some things that I, where I want these things to go because we were talking about making a pig pen and we're still kind of have this slower time to start building and creating into the new things. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my mind will wander and kind of be at rest and let things roll when I am working or moving, which is why I like mindless chores like mowing a lawn for me. Mm-hmm. That's a very movement, pay attention to my path, and I've been able to write really good sermons in my head while I'm doing that. Fortunately, I can't stop and journal at that time also because I need like all three things going at once you know, right. to really hone in everything. I need to talk about it. I need to have walked through it. I need to have written it and like be able to move forward from it, but... There's just a lot impacted in that. Like, how are you guys, like, self-evaluation, is that easy for you? Do you do it often? Are you constantly, am I at rest? Am I working too much? Am I version of rest? Yeah. Like, are you questioning, like, am I people-pleasing my family and myself? You know, like, what are, what are you really doing that, like, are you, like, am I sitting here because I think this is. A relaxing or is it like as this is the world's idea of relaxing yeah for me I think I've observed that like with my friends I have a friend Kaylee that's definitely more like go 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 so she can't sit still like when she comes to visit us like we're like very slow pace and even just sitting for like an hour it's like okay are we gonna go do something 
we're like, this is just our everyday. <laughs> like, we're just homebodies. So, like, like you said, like, everyone is so different. And for me, I, I can resonate with the sitting on a couch with ice cream and vegging. Like, that's how I decompress. And so, like, that's what I need to chill. And I've noticed, like, oh, for so many people, it's reading a book out in the sunshine. So, I, like, try to do that. But I can, like, barely get through one chapter. Because, like, for me, that's not how I decompress. So, that's more just, like, a chore. Like, you were talking about with journaling. And, like, you feel like you should do it. Because this is how other people do Bible study. But if it doesn't fit you, that's fine. You have to figure out what fits your personality type because if you're just going to be forcing it that's not rest so you mentioned earlier there's a couple of ways like you should have like a couple of things like you're saying like the ice cream on the couch and you know you're saying it's not sitting maybe a couple of things and I was just like Mm -hmm. kind of thinking like going even deeper you know we're kind of talking about rest but we're also talking about like how do you hear God's voice like when do you hear God's voice and for me it, it is like sitting in a chair and just silence with nobody awake in the whole house at all like total silence like that it I do hear God's voice so many times hmm. in that environment but I've also heard God's voice on a walk listening to a podcast you know, a sermon or whatever, and God has spoken to me through the words of the pastor. Mm -hmm. So, but the consistency, I think, is the thing. Like, you have to find, like she was, like this Bible study we've been reading about, has been saying everybody's personality is different and as homeschooling moms, we know that, we believe that, just with how kids learn and how we're all uniquely made. So it's like finding that, tapping into that, experiencing God speaking to you in that and then having consistency with that, whatever that is, whatever that looks like to you so that you have that, you know, just like you want to have consistent time with your family, you know, dinner on the table each night or whatever it is to develop that relationship and grow closer. We want that with God too, you know, not a priority. Yeah. It takes consistency to build habits. If we're talking I think we might be talking about resting for ourselves and then time with God and able to like hear. Well, from I think him. they're supposed to kind of be one and the same because what it is is that when whatever your body is at rest, like when mm-hmm. you feel the most, because if rest is the definitions that we looked up of that mm-hmm. confidence and freedom from strife and work, then Peace that's that's still yeah. aligning with getting to where God has you of just who you are. You know, so like, okay, that you don't feel lazy that you sit on the couch. You're intentionally going, this is where God, like I, I'm God made me a very restful person. And the more restful that I can get them, the more happy that I am of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's not right. Yeah. I don't think it's ever been something I've fought in like trying to fit into the mold of other people. I've just always observed that ever since I was like 10, that I'm just very different. I'm very much a slow paced person where a lot of people need, they need their schedule. They need to get the planners as soon as it's the new year, the 2020 planner. Like I tried to buy one last year and I filled out like two weeks and never looked at it again. Like (laughs) I'm just not one of those people that like has to know what my day and my week and my month and my year holds. I'd rather just be spontaneous because some weeks I'm feeling really social and I want to pack up our schedule. And then other weeks it's like, okay, I just need to be home with the kids. And I don't know. And I mean, I'm, I'm lucky cause I'm a stay at home mom. So I have the luxury with kids that are not even in school yet to be able to do that. 
but so it will be interesting. I have thought about that as our kids are older and in sports and extracurricular stuff. It'll be interesting what our family schedule will look like, but mm-hmm. yeah. So just, just about each of us being in something different because this also goes to like some of my friends like when my house is all clean, I totally relax, you know? Yeah. And I'll yes. look at some of my friends' pictures and I'm like, it looks like they're in a magazine all the time. And yeah. I would feel so, like, it's oh, yeah. rigidly clean and I can't do it. <laughs> you know I I'm, mean? I'm one of those. You're rigidly clean? Not rigidly, but 80%. Like, I... I never feel that way in your house. Like, they're talking about, like... Oh, because my house is never clean. But, but I can relax. I realized that yesterday we came home from camping and Wes was like, what do you want for Mother's Day? I'm like, oh, I don't care. I just want the family together. When I got home and the house was a mess, I was like, I take that back. I want a clean house for Mother's Day. See, <laughs> I'm the opposite. That's what I've noticed with Jeff and I because I can just like be in a mess. Like you and I are very similar. Like I don't care. Like I literally don't I care. The house can order. Now, I'm not hoarder status like right. you have walls of stuff around you. So, obviously, I hit a wall. Like, today I deep cleaned because I was like, okay, this is getting too much. So, I'm not, it's not like live in filth, but I'm just saying clutter, you know, like clothes are spread out. Like, you just, you haven't tidied. (laughs) Right. That doesn't bother me. I can sit and chill. I recognize, like, okay, I'm stressed out. I can do something to, like, calm down. I don't have to clean first. But Jeff's the opposite. He can't relax until it's clean. That's fine. And so, for me, it's more like recognizing, like, oh, that's what he needs and trying to, like, it's more like I'm doing it for him because I could care less. <laughs> so, and I have separate rooms in my house. There's always rooms that are really yes. messy. So I Our always have room my is that right time now. in the media or in the front room. Yeah. Because that room yes. is always clean. The tidy, the, the living and room and kitchen are else. kind of like the let's do this because everything. There's rooms that everything has a place. And so those are like the easy rooms to clean, right? Yeah. Like you can do it quickly. Yes. The rooms that everything doesn't have a place. Uh, those are what I struggle. Like that's why my yeah. room, no matter how many times I clean it up, there's always clothes littered on the floor within a few weeks. <laughs> and I've recognized that's because I have just too many items to actually have a place for everything. Yeah. So that's yeah. a whole other thing I have to tackle. But that, that could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Organization. And I, think, I think knowing yourself again, we're going to talk about that on another podcast too. Affects the quality of your time with the Lord, your rest time with the Lord, your quiet time with the Lord, whatever you want to say. Because if you're distracted, like if messes do yeah. bother you, yeah. and you're sitting there and you're distracted because that you're going to start getting mad. You're going to be like, why didn't the kids clean this up earlier? Hmm. This was their province or whatever. And instead of just being able to totally be present. And it's similar It's similar to parenting. Like again, going back to the relationships that in our with our kids and our family, like if Things are not going the way they're supposed to be going. That's going to affect how you talk to each other mm-hmm. and you communicate with each other, just like how we communicate with God. Yeah, I, I just think that knowing what where that stress level is, yeah, like like being able to self recognize because yes. I was sharing with them just like that, today, right? For you, yeah. yeah. So it's I was sharing with them that I trying to keep the house extra pristine because my sister's do with her baby anytime. And I forget that I've only done this a couple of times because one was like a mother-in-law issue that we were living down in their house. And so she was coming all the time. And I just always had that like 
guilt of like we're in their yeah. house and she has this expectation and I'm not enough and I gotta do this yeah. and so I'm like I'm gonna like this week I'm never gonna fail there's never gonna be anything and I'm like extra hard on myself extra hard on the kids and mm. then I become just this crazy person that's yeah. mean and stressed out and not trying to mom. hold it all together and not <laughs> jiving in who I am of like it's okay that it can be dealt okay. with later and like I already have struggles with prioritizing what's really important in other, like, yeah. really important issues, you know? Like, I can't even sometimes be like, so which bills should we pay first? Like, <laughs> they're all needed, so it's all emergency, you know? I yeah. don't look at things very well in prioritizing. So hmm. when it comes to, like, a house that really isn't an emergency to have a laundry basket that's not done right now, you know, when you have four to seven kids, it's your laundry mm-hmm. is, you or, or even babies yeah. and or, you know, when the sports come, it's like, all right, well, only the uniform for tomorrow is the emergency. <laughs> you right. Know? You got to start cutting those type of things back and right. slacking and let go what you have to let go and uplift your kids yeah. where you want to uplift them and not be this crazy Nazi type of mom, you know, that's just like, everything. Isn't it funny how, like, going back to praying before you make major decisions that are going to affect your family? I can remember there was a season where I had four kids of the seven. I think you were still at home when we were doing Highland Dance, Scottish Highland Dance. Jonathan and Sophie and Ellie, or Ellie, Sarah was doing it, and Hannah and Jonathan and Sophie. And I didn't know what I was getting into. And I was like, oh, yeah, you want to do Scottish Highland Dance? No problem. Oh, we're going to do the games? No problem. And the first Scottish games we ever went to, I had no idea. They, they each had to have two costumes, full costume. Well, you probably experienced the same thing with rodeo. We had to drive down to Sacramento. We had never been to these games. And I was literally, like, sewing things in the car, like kilts, because they yeah. were too small, and pinning them with pins. And they had to have the right shoes and the right stockings and the right hairdo. And, oh, my goodness, it, I, it was over the top. Yeah. Stressful. Stressful. For what reason? Like, to right. get a... <laughs> trophy for Scottish Highland dance for that we never of dancing even think about anymore like never yeah. think about it and it's so interesting those kinds of things and it puts so much stress on our family and a lot of money mm-hmm. lots of money to entrance fees and parking fees and staying overnight sometimes and whatever and yeah it's just interesting so I think it goes back to again just praying about these decisions first knowing your stress level knowing what you can handle what your family can handle. Well, and I think, I mean, we could go on and on about this. I think in the American culture, there's such a pressure that you have to fit, like fit into this mold, tick all the boxes of like mm-hmm. giving your kid the best education and the best childhood and making sure they do all the sports and all the things. And in reality, it's just, I mean, it looks different for every family. So you have to just evaluate, is that adding value to your life or taking things out of your life that should be there or dividing dividing and adding stress and yeah because if you're screaming and yelling at each other to get to a game or something just to show the you know audience a four minute dance right (laughs) right it's so shallow no it just it's just figuring out yeah because 
you don't want to stereotype every family that does this kind of stuff into that no, box. So that's where course. it's just figuring out what works it's for you. It's a personal decision and what, for us. And that sometimes example, there's seasons that might work great right. for one year, and then the next year you added a baby to the family, and it just does not work, and you do not have the time and to leave the house that year. Just like and, homeschooling curriculum. You know, what right. worked last year may not work this year because the kids are a different place, or you have a baby, or whatever So I think it's just giving yourself space and not thinking that you're going to screw up your kids' lives if you don't give them all those opportunities and praying and asking God and meeting with your husband and talking about it and being okay with a no like there's been so many times because I'm more of a strong personality where my husband has said oh I don't think that's a good idea and then I'm like why not I think it's a good idea let's that we can work it out I'm super mom I'm I'll drive and blah 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 and I should have just said okay because <laughs> it was so stressful <laughs> That's a good. That's a that's a good rule of thumb. If you have to call yourself super mom to do it, maybe you should reevaluate. Yeah, exactly. Because it's probably not. Super mom is not a. Well, on the opposite side of like feeling like y'all think I am super mom, right? I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, we've kind of set that pace though. That's the problem. I saw that happen. Yeah, where I was just like. Why are you guys expecting me to do all this thing? Oh, because for 10 years I've said I will do all of it. Well, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> well, so this comes up to another self-valuation thing. So my friend, um, she was letting her kids interrupt her a lot for oh, a lot yeah. of we train our kids. things yeah. that should not have been interrupted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's something I've been working on because I've been trying to do more job type things at home. Mm-hmm. That like when I'm doing this you're going to not be interrupting. You're going to do your thing. You're going to do whatever. I do not need you here every second telling me whatever, you know. And she's like, she she's pregnant with the fifth and basically on bed rest. But she, and, and I never talked to her. Like, I know she's hardly on her phone ever. And she just literally has the kids kind of just standing in front of her like, you need to tell me the next thing to do. I don't know what to do with myself, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like, just go away for 30 minutes and entertain. You know, and I'm like, I've been really good about saying, I'm like, but here's something I've not been good about. I've not been good on my kids' chores again. I said, and I know you're really good on that. And when I started all of a sudden trying to take care of all of them and then just feeling like I'm failing all of them. And I had to get down to why was I doing that again? Mm-hmm. Because it always comes from another form of guilt of like, well, mm-hmm. I asked too much of them in here, this uh, situation. Yeah. So I'm going to take more over on this situation. And then I get resentful about this situation, you know, and it's like this spiral mm-hmm. effect of all the things that, that get piled in. But I had to like step back and be like, well, Why? What do I really need of them? How do I reset this? I need, you know, you guys, this takes a whole family. You are going to have to uplift this part. You're going to need to. I just had to, like, come to that breaking point again, mm-hmm. you know, of, like, why am I trying to do it all? Mm-hmm. Why did I want to even accomplish it? And what was I going to receive out of it? I think even part of it was just, like, and maybe you struggle with this too, Emily, and maybe you haven't noticed so much, but that's like there are need for things to be happy within our personality. Mm-hmm. Um, like my kids are so unhappy about just being at home and all their things not working out. So I'm like, oh, I'll take one less unhappy thing, like their chores away, and then they'll be so much nicer the and way. so that's, much more loving. And it'll go so sure. well. And then they're like a hundred times worse because then they don't even have like they the other things structured it. to do. Yeah. And yeah, and then I'm like, why am I looking for validation in my children? I know that this is a yeah. bad trap. How did I get here again? 
busyness. I find I get to that point when I'm too busy. But yes, I agree. It was the opposite that we're not busy. And so then I like wanted, because, and that's what's been interesting too. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. so you know what? Our busyness does help us thrive. Mm -hmm. Our busyness is good for my family because it is when we start putting more intention to others. We're not Mm. self-thinking so much when we're out thinking and seeing everybody else's needs and giving within them. And then they come home and they're like, okay, I see my house is a mess and I'm ready to clean it because I went and did. Yeah. And we serve out a lot. Like it's my family's personality to just go out and love on others Mm -hmm. and like just be present with people and serving and showing or shining or whatever. And so like just that little bit of, go out for a whole time or have this plan or whatever like it 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 is something that we were able to go back and evaluate so I was talking to my friend who's more of an introvert and I said okay so now as things are starting to get busy again how are you gonna evaluate what you need to keep in your life and what you don't yeah and she was like I think that we're we went round and round for quite a few times. I asked a lot of questions that I think almost were driving her crazy. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. how are you, like, I'm like, just are you saying, is that is that really right? Like, could you do something where you said, like, every Sunday we are not going to do anything? Or every third Sunday? If it, It's just like, I just don't think I could, it's just like, I think it would be wrong of me to be that regiment mm-hmm. about it. Because if God had asked, like, if somebody says, I'm having this birthday party and there's somebody that I really felt like God's had them in my life to love yeah. on them and show them God. Right. And now I have to decide, do I break my God covenant that I felt like I made to keep mm-hmm. Sundays sacred and whole or yeah. go and love on this family? I need to make that decision on that day. Right. Like we were talking about the day, the day of the day of type of decisions. And it, it was just, she's like, I think it's just like you when you go to the grocery store, you're going anywhere and you're like, okay, God, whatever you're making of this, she goes, the things that allow you to stay home and you say, okay, God made it for my day to stay home. Or somebody, she goes, it takes other people, and I know relationships are important. It takes them inviting me to do it. Otherwise, I would just stay home my whole life and never be pushed into those circumstances. But I know that we need community. I know that we need this. So I allow the things that are happening to be open to shaping those things as well as just bouncing that off of God all the time rather than be so regimented either way. Yeah. 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 It's all good stuff. All right, well, do you guys have anything else to say about, like, finding your own rest and peace and, like, kind of a relief that it can all look different to everybody and we shouldn't find this American rest and this American how each family looks? I I do, you know, we talked just a tiny bit and, like you said, we could go into a really immense amount of detail of, like, that is so individual for each person and I think that is number one of what we want to embrace is the fact that it is unique for mm-hmm. each and every bit of us like yeah you're the the competition type stuff that I'm even sometimes always questioning getting to have this step back evaluation has been a good um a good evaluation a good time to go okay no okay those were good which we kind of did when we went to Arizona too because we had to leave everything that we had been in and then my kids got lost really fast mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, some of the things that I knew were good and like that I loved my kids being in like 4-H, teaching them leadership skills and serving your community and having that kind of mind up front all the time. I, that was like the first thing I signed up for when we went over there because it was a way that I met community, got plugged in, loved on people like my family. Like I knew that that was a route I never wanted going away. Yeah. It was kind of funny because this year going back to it actually 
was the first time that I was actually like, maybe I will let 4-H go with rodeo coming in. Mm. Maybe doubling this type because it's the same type of idea of mm-hmm. serving people and through animals yeah. and through our same passions and coming together feeling like families supporting each other. I might not be able to handle both of them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ever think I would ever leave 4-H. Yeah. Because I had grow up, like, I, it was a church family again sure. for me sure. and my community. Well, there's seasons again. I can just paying seasons. attention. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a process. I mean, I know we've used the word evaluate so much, but it's just, I think it's checking in with your husband and checking in with God. Mm-hmm. And when we say seasons, for me, my head goes to fall semester, spring semester, <laughs> and summer. Those kind of are like the three seasons because... I mean, if you're going to sign up your kids for stuff, you probably want them to stick to it at least for that semester. So I think it's just a constant evaluation. And if it fits, then keep going with it. And if it doesn't, maybe reconsider signing up again. Um, But yeah. When things are stressful, that's a really good sign. And I think it's really important to, like if you have a stressful day or a stressful week or whatever it is, really during your quiet time, to look back and say, mm-hmm. what was it that made this stressful? Was it just a fluke thing or am I seeing a pattern of stress? Yeah. And what is it? Do I, am I, you know, inviting that stress in my life? What, what's causing it? And am I supposed to learn something and change something? Well, guys, I hope that gave you some things to think about. I hope that you can go and list three things that is somewhere that you can repause and put rest back into your life. I don't know what that could be for you, but let it free your mind that it can be anything. It doesn't have to be the things that maybe somebody else uses. It can be your heavy workout is your rest. That's okay. And it can be, I slept three extra hours and just real rest because some of us mamas are needing it. I feel like I wish I could hear you guys say amen because I have no idea how many are having kids who aren't sleeping through the night for some reason or another, but it happens, right? Okay, mamas, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope it blesses you. I hope that the things to come. I have some really exciting stuff to come in the next week as we change series. Um, we are going to soon be talking of with a bunch of working from home mamas and how they handle that and do that and what even called them to do that and how they bless God with that and all the things that you may want to hear from them. Um, as a mom who's worked from home in lots of creative ways, I think I'm going to have some super fun conversations. I've already covered one and that should be coming up in the next week or so. So I hope this blesses you. I hope that you guys have signed on to the Psalms journals. If you're looking for other ways to tap in with God and if journaling is something you like, oh, please sign up for those. That is what they are for to help, um, spawn journaling or even like a deeper conversation. I have a really good friend who reads them all the time and always echoes back to me a takeaway. And I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful for the small Bible studies that I've done throughout the years of like even just one friend to have some really good talking and insight. Like that is a place where I hear God and some new thought and be able to go away and recap in my mind her perspective and bring it back to God and say, 
fill me with more and help me understand more. And I hope you guys have that best friend in your life or a really good mentor. And if not, I hope that this podcast is doing it for you. And give us a shout out. Send us an email. Let us know how we're doing. You can do that at info at com, Or you can just straight from our website, emmakendradcarroll.com, the www dot, or however you'd like to get a hold of me. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all the stuff. And I look forward to talking to you guys more soon. Have a very blessed day. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.